See, I was writing mine down on paper, and you just were actually reminded me that my art written down on paper right now. Okay. So I just got to do it like this, hopefully. All right. So I just got to make sure I don't hit the wheel on my... Uh, I don't even know if that necessarily matters for the... Um, for the podcast, I mean for the uh, for the recording, but we're gonna figure it out. If uh, <laughs> if what matters, uh, if the see, I I think I'm gonna have to. Oh crap! See, didn't realize that. I didn't think about that at all. Oh shoot! Oh wait a minute! Hold up! What? Let me just do it like this. It should it should be fine, just like this. Yep, it's fine, just like this. I mean. It is what it is. I'll, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Because I I, it, I don't have a way to put it on my steering wheel right now because of my uh, my ear, my my earphones. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, I thought it was going to stay up, but it won't stay up on top of that. So, what I'm going to have to... Oh, that's, that's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to go get a... a, a whatchamacallit? A, um... <sighs> One of those things, man. The the name of it wouldn't come to my mind. One of those things that you uh, put in the car and then you put the thing into the thing so it holds your phone. (laughs) What? What? One of the things that holds your phone in the car. Yeah, like one of those or whatever. Okay. I forgot what it's called. I don't know why it's eluding my mind right now, so it's cool. So yeah, man. So so look, let's let's get into it, bro. We got like an hour. <laughs> we ain't got started yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's uh. All right. So <laughs> listen. So welcome to <laughs> welcome to the podcast where we flip the switch on everything. Everything. From relationships to spirituality, from self-identity and and self-esteem to freedom, um, everything, everything that we that you want to talk about, we talk about it. We uh, are we the are Walmart you. of podcasts or, or Costco. Yeah. Let me let me go bigger than Walmart. I was about Costco. Say, I was about saying, you know, I don't know if I'm saying. Bro, Walmart I mean, got cool. everything. Walmart got cool. No, no, I'm not you saying they don't. But I'm no, just saying, like, I don't know if I necessarily care for that. Like, I would prefer Target. Target. Over Walmart, I like Target better. You know, you know what? I would, I would actually. I'm bougie shop at like Target. that though. No, I was, tar- I would, yeah, Target. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Target over Walmart. You know what I'm saying? I would actually shop at Target first, but you know what though? I I forgot. In California, people don't respect Walmart the same way they respect it in the South, and the reason is, yeah, and the reason is because we have no other superstores. Like there, uh, there, there is a Walmart see? that's particularly in Shreveport. There's only one, and it's a super Walmart, and it has everything like full on um, garage where you could go get your car fixed. They have mechanics on standby, uh, a full on garden section, uh, full on like they have. I mean, they have everything. We used to call it Club Walmart too because. If you go up in there, you know what I'm saying, you're more likely going to see somebody you know because everybody go to Walmart. You got to be up in that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we used yeah. to get bored and be like, yo, let's go to Walmart. You know what I'm saying? That's where people <laughs> go be at, man. They go meet up at Walmart. That's crazy. So, yeah, the Walmart is real down there. I forgot, man. Y'all don't be at Walmart like that out here. 
man. So look, let's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so man, that could have been the random opinion, but that's a free one for y'all. That's a free one for y'all. <laughs> we we just gave y'all the preference of the week. <laughs> I just come up with that off the top of my head. So what? I can do that. You freestyled it. Hey, well, yeah, wait. I freestyled that. One. So look, so look, we might, I might, I might actually turn that into something. I don't know, but listen. So let's get into the. I'm gonna just hit y'all with a quick announcement, real quick. I think. Wait a minute. Am I announcing something? Oh, you never mind. I thought I did. I, maybe I'm tripping. Oh, no. Let me remind everybody. Let me remind everybody. Um, we had a, a, sp a very special guest on the show a couple of weeks ago, uh, Arroyo Wynn. She owns Wynn Publications. Listen, mm -hmm. because of our podcast and our uh, and for our listeners, she is giving 60% off on all websites right now until the, the 15th of June. Go, if you need you a website, go... Go cash in on that. That's sixty person. That's over half, bro. You ain't man. getting that deal nowhere else. Only on the Flip the Switch podcast can you get that deal. All you got to do, all you got to do, is hit her up on Instagram at Miss Win, or you can hit her up at Win Publications. But hit her up on, on Miss Win underscore. So it's bro? M I at M I S S W I N N underscore, and the code word is. Flip the switch, you feel me? Hey. No, not the not the you feel me part, just flip the switch. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so listen, listen. So now that we got that out the way, so for all of our, our people that are in need of websites, cash in on that. I'm telling you, 60% is a great deal. Now, I mean, and when you I say she really... does a beautiful job, we're not just promoting her. I'm not gassing her. I have a testimony nah. behind it. You know what I'm saying? I, it's the greatest website that, shoot, I've seen. I've had somebody else make one before me a long time ago. Nowhere close to the yeah, amount of this professionalism one, this that she puts better. inside of hers. Not only does she put a great amount of, of professionalism inside of it, but she puts a great amount of care. If you got any other needs for it that you want to uh, adjust or anything like that, she is so open to it, man. So she's dope, bro. Yeah, yeah. I've been to the DeAndreOfficial.com website. Listen, that thing is is smooth, like smooth, smooth. It's like, butter, smoother than silk. <laughs> it is silk butter. It's silky butter. It, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so listen. Do you got uh, your highlight for the week? Yes, the highlight of the week this week is. I wish I had some drum roll, bro. All right, um, but hold I don't on. Have you got it? <laughs> Jim Quick. Yeah. yeah. Jim Quick is a self-proclaimed brain health expert. Have y'all heard that title before? A brain health expert. He has a podcast called the Quick Brain Podcast, which he calls bite-sized brain hacks for busy people. 20-minute podcast. Me and Mark was just talking about this podcast last Listen. night. It is Listen. impactful. That is a 20-minute. It's a haymaker. It ain't jabs. It's a haymaker. That 20 minutes is going to hit you hard. You know what I mean? Like, after that 20 minutes, I'd be like, what? What did I just learn? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> my brain. <laughs> going. I've seen this dude do live um, memory um, shows. Oh, you've seen like, live? Oh, yeah. I've seen. I mean, no, I wasn't there live. I've seen him do it live, though. Like, on YouTube. Oh, like on video. <laughs> yeah. But that's still dope, though. I didn't even know he did them live. Yeah. Like, he'll have people in the audience, like 100 people, say random numbers. 
and then he'll remember the numbers forward and backwards. It's ridiculous. I, I, it's ridiculous the way this? he do it. <laughs> ridiculous. Do y'all hear this? And the crazy thing is, he taught himself how to learn. He grew up calling yes. himself the boy with the broken brain, and he mm-hmm. taught himself how to learn. So that's what he really does. He teaches people how to learn and teaches people brain health. And the last thing I'm going to say is he just wrote a book called Limitless. I started reading it. I ain't finished it yet, but it's changing my life slowly, day by day. Every time I pick it up, I learn something new. And he believes that your brain is your superpower. And if you take care of it right, you will be a superhero. And I'm down with that. You know what I'm saying? I am with it. Nice. So go check out Jim Quick. Nice. All right. All we right. will be leaving links to his stuff, too. Oh, yeah. As we do, everybody... Every week, unless they don't I necessarily hope y'all be have them links, man. Hey, for real, like if you're not clicking the links, I mean, there's not really much point of me posting them and then making <laughs> sure that we highlight. Like, I need y'all to go connect with these folks. Like, <laughs> if I post a link, it's it's for your benefit. It's legit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you. I'm not playing. I'm I'm serious. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. So listen, random opinion of the week. What we got, bro? Ah, oh, man. <laughs> So this one was actually inspired from the conversation we had with Arroyo Wynn a couple of weeks ago. And my random opinion is that there is no greater dessert than banana pudding and peach cobbler. Like, peach cobbler and banana pudding is a tie, bro. I don't even know how to pick. To, I, now, I, I won't knock anybody if they pick one over the other. Uh-huh. But what I am saying is, like you, you don't get no better than that. All right, so let me. <laughs> oh man, here we go. I, I, I knew it. I knew it. I said this dude is gonna come with some type of crazy rebuttal, and so, oh, man. so come on, man. Let's keep banana pudding up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to label them by notches, uh, peach cobbler is falling way down that list. What? It, it, it is going when down. When it is made correctly? It what are you is talking going about? Down. Oh, what are you gosh. talking about? What are you putting above peach cobbler? Uh, cheesecake. Cheesecake. What? I would take cheesecake no. over peach cobbler no, any bro. day. No. Any day. At what? any time, no matter what the occasion. Give me cheesecake. Give me cheesecake. Give me cheesecake. You like Different types of cheesecake. You strawberries on the cheesecake. You put oh, whatever really on the tripping. cheesecake. What, what's the best cheesecake? Cup. What's the best cheesecake that you can think of? Man, and if I, you say best, strawberry, the, we really gonna have to. We gonna no, have to no, fight. no. It's not the best cheesecake I've ever had. Okay, Actually, to be honest with you, the best cheesecake I've ever had was from a Cheesecake Factory, and it was okay. a key lime cheesecake. Fire! Okay. I, I've never tried Fire. it. I don't know if I ever will, but. I, so I won't knock that. I can't really say nothing against no worry, that. If I see some peach cobbler in your hand, I'll knock it out your hand and hand you the cheesecake. What? <laughs> no, you won't. No, you won't. No, you we know, know what, though? To me, the best thing about <laughs> peach cobbler, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, no, you won't. I, I was I was thinking of what you said. I, you know, we ain't gonna, you know, something are, are I, they're not even better left unsaid. Sometimes they are better left left unsaid in the public and, and better said in private. Because <laughs> they are better received privately and, you know. In yeah, other words, so he's going to threaten me in private. <laughs> 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 the best thing about Peace Collier, though, is the crust. It's the best thing. 
if you if if you do the crust right, I do like it. It's not an unlike dessert. I like it. Oh, it can't. It's not. It's not like, my top I two. I wouldn't like, put it up that high. Unless you're like allergic to peaches, or you for one whatever reason you don't like peaches. Because I I think I've heard in my lifetime people say they don't like peaches. I don't really get that part, but okay, whatever. But that crust. Man, when, it crust, made correct, when, when it is made right. correctly, when it is made right, when it's a like, bed of crust, like it's a bed of it, oh, like yeah, I gotta when, get to like I get, I make sure I get more crust than I like. That's why, like even like as a child growing up, I'm not gonna say now as an adult because it's not at you know, but as a child growing up at hometown buffet, when you see that there is way more peaches left over in the peach cobbler than there is crust. There is a reason for that. <laughs> it is because the crust is what makes the peach cobbler. It's not the peaches that make the peach cobbler. It is the crust. Like, you can give me, like, you can give me the syrup with the crust. I don't... You ain't never you gotta... Can the you ain't never, you I ain't never gonna fight you on that one. <laughs> if, I, if somebody made... A peach co a cobbler. I can't say a peach cobbler because I ain't got peaches in it. But if somebody made a cobbler without the peaches in it. They just gave me the crust in the. I'm, yo, <laughs> hey, it, you it said you're right. That's all I know. It better be For right. Real. That's all I know. If it ain't right you, now, now we fight. Hey, you did say you're a fan of Ratchet and Ratchet, right? Have you ever noticed like when they mention something? Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. And then they name random objects that they would eat their food off of. Hey, did you so, did you see did you see the oh no go ahead my bad go ahead so I was gonna say like you could put peach cobbler crust on a diaper and not eat that <laughs> you can put in a clean diaper give me that crust I, I want that yeah, right you, right on the clean diaper yeah on the clean diaper I eat that I'm with you can that. put it on I, some I, cream bar I ain't gonna never and I, I eat that <laughs> if it's like for instance if it is my mother in law's peach cobbler bruh. You, you can take the crust, like you said, put on a nice clean diaper, a clean one, not no dirty one. Serve, can't serve that. It it's contaminated. It's contaminated at that point. I can't do that. <laughs> but you can serve that thing up on a nice diaper clean platter, and I'm I'm tearing that thing up. I'm with it. Bruh, I'm like, with man, so whoever disagree, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you tripping. You probably have had <laughs> uh, some very terrible experiences with Peace Cobbler, and I don't blame you for that. I don't fault you for that. It is not your fault, okay? You need to understand <laughs> that when it is made correctly, and you, I'm talking about made correctly, it's made right. They come correct. I, I'm telling you. That so yeah, I'm with you on that, man. Just cheesecake is better. I, I'm I sorry. Know, know. You ain't got to <laughs> add that in there. You ain't got to do that. <laughs> now, and cheesecake is a very bomb dessert. Don't get me wrong. It's a, oh, my God. Like, man. it's better than a regular cake. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Better, it is way better the only other the only other type of cake that i would put like right behind that is carrot cake i like it just like when it comes to cakes man it just it's very iffy like it's to it's me very, I'm, I'm not a big cake person like, not i like either. it but it's, i don't think dessert and think and I've, I'm cake. Cake. I've never thought that i've had you know cake. like it's not it's not like it's not like i'm talking about cake like i've never had it like so you know i'm saying yeah. like i don't want people to think like oh well he don't know what he's talking about he don't know none of my cake Bruh, like, I don't, I, the, probably one, one of the very few desserts I've never tried is something like pecan pie. I'm just not a, but that's because I'm not really a pecan pie. Bruh. You ain't just, never tried pecan pie? I, okay. Not that I can remember it. I probably, you know what, if I'm not mistaken, actually, I did try it in my childhood. And it was that's made by one of the best dessert people. that I would put over peach cobbler. 
I told you, it's, it falls down. It's Just not bad, when, but it goes down. When you the said list cheesecake, I was like, <laughs> uh, I mean, cheesecake is a really bomb dessert, so it's hard to like it. But uh, don't do that. I would, bro. I would rather don't eat sweet potato pie over uh, peach cobbler too. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> I told you. It is not on the list for me. Because we, we, just stop. Because we, we, I'm telling you, some things are just better left said between us because we got that type of relationship. I can say it to you and we good. We still brothers. We still friends. I can't say that to you in public because, you know what I'm saying? Like the public, they, they, they start saying you're supposed to be, you know, this, this and that and blah, blah, blah. You know, I just, I can't do that. Sometimes, man, look, I don't care what nobody say. And this is an added, this is a double random opinion for today, and then we're gonna get into it. Um, listen, okay, you you got your personal relationships with your brothers, your sisters, your your, your whoever, right? I, I don't care, you know, about the man, say I'm about to get in trouble for this, but I don't care no more. I'm 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 being delivered of people's opinions of me today. Okay. Mm -hmm. If I got a, a good personal, healthy relationship with my brother and we decide to use some choice words within one another. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't come for me talking about something. I'm not a man of God or I'm not this, I'm not that. That's my personal relationship with them. I can say that if I want to. <laughs> if you got a problem with that, you need to talk to Jesus. Because Paul said over at see, man, I ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna go there. You need to go read Romans for yourself. Go read <laughs> Romans for yourself. If I'm not sure. Given the, if the Holy Spirit ain't given the conviction, don't be over there trying to convict me for it. Period. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to reveal that to me because I'm not sure where you're going with the scripture. Bro, what scripture are you saying? The, I believe it's in Romans 14. He t he basically tells people he uses wine as one of the examples to say if somebody is not convicted of, of drinking wine, then basically like don't like argue with them about drinking wine. Like just because oh, you have the yeah, conviction yeah, 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 does yeah, not mean yeah, that yeah. they have the conviction. If they don't have the conviction, don't sweat them over it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's. Like, it is what it yeah. is. Like, not everybody has the same exact conviction, but that's that's a whole other thing. I just want to be funny about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and Dre, we brothers. We've been we've been brothers since 2011. Like, don't don't leave me alone. <laughs> nah, I'm just, I'm just I'm just joking, man. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you do got to stop talking about uh, all these other desserts like that. Like, that's cool. <laughs> you gotta you gotta you need to check yourself, bro. Like. Me, me and Ronnie, we're going to have to have a whole conversation. I don't know. He might agree with you, so I don't know. I don't even want to bring him into this now. I don't know if you want to do it with the full topics. Nah, I don't think I want to do that. He might disappoint me. <laughs> no, so kidding. let's go, man. So let's, yeah, let's get into it, man. That was fun. I, I appreciate your uh, rebuttals, regardless of what they were. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, but on the on the real, on the real, for real though. Uh, so yeah, listen. So today's topic is about finishing what you start. Finish what you start. That is the the name of the topic. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're talking about completion, basically. Um. So let me add this in there. This is not necessarily, um, first. I don't know if it's necessarily like directly. In, in in the same vicinity of what we're the direction that we're going in, but let me just put this out there real quick before I before I forget and disservice people. Done is better than perfect, people. Mm -hmm. Like 
it is so much better. Actually, than I thought that was the name of the episode. No, that was that was the initial like <laughs> idea before we actually got more further into our conversation about it. But like done is better episode. than perfect. Done is better than perfect. So I need people to really understand, like, stop, like for all my perfectionists out there, because not everybody's a perfectionist. So all for, for all of my perfectionists out there, I'm with you. I'm a perfectionist myself. Okay, Dre has to tell me at times, like, bro, like, you're tripping. Like, it's good. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? So, listen, get you somebody who's going to be honest with you. Nope, don't get a yes, man. But get a, a couple of people, just like one or two people. You don't need, like, 10, 11, 12, 20. Just get, like, one or two people that are going to be honest with you. For me, especially right now, the two closest people to me, well, th- well the three closest people to me is Dre, my wife, and my boy Ronnie Elant. Okay, they let me know, like, bro, you tripping. It's good. Like, no, 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 this is good. You just maybe need to tighten this up or whatever, or maybe try to do this. But, I mean, like, the direct, like you're good, though. Like, you don't have to do all this. Like, you're overthinking it. So yeah. you need to get some people, like, one, two, maybe three people at the most that's going to just let you know, hey, man, woman, sis, bro, you good. Like, you don't have to. Like, you overthinking it. Get, you know now, what I'm do you listen to Gary V? No. Uh, he's a, a a motivational speaker, and he has mm. a segment. Okay. Great, great guy. Like you got to check him out. Uh, he has a segment about uh, perfectionists, and oh. um, he uses a lot of foul language. So he will Man. cuss you out in the name of motivation. But that is a good <laughs> cussing out. You need I'll that. Say, I think some people I will need take the cuss words. Just... Oh, I mean, I cuss myself out sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So I, <laughs> I, I yeah, it happens. So I do too. Um, I don't, so I, I yeah, do it sometimes. It, yeah, he. I mean, it's you know, it's it's the spirit behind it. You know, it's not the word right. for it. It's the spirit behind uh, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, a whole you know. episode. That, yeah, <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that right now because you know some people, some people literally just got offended from you saying that you uh, cuss your own stuff out. Like you're not even cussing. Nobody else are you cussing yourself out like you know what I'm saying? Like, like, Come on, man. This man. this is king this is kingdom talk, man. It's kingdom right. talk. Hey. <laughs> so uh yeah, man. He 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 talks about, you know, people not wanting to finish because they want to be perfect. And he actually calls it laziness and fear. You know what I mean? Like you're mm. you're being Ooh. you're you're being lazy and you're being fearful at the same time. Uh-huh. Um and then laziness is not the putting in of the work. Uh, on the project that you're not putting out because you're doing that, but it's the work that you got to put out to promote the project because you got to put it in front of people now and you're scared to do that. So that's the way the fear is and you're too lazy to come up with a good marketing plan for it. So, yeah. Ooh, dang, that's good. Yeah, I mean, he hits so, you hard. Uh, I got this idea just now mm-hmm. from us talking um, mm-hmm. and so I got to make sure I hit you up with that tomorrow. Uh, okay. But anyways, sure. but anyways, yeah. So listen, so far I'm a perfectionist again. Just remember, it's better to just get it done. Obviously, you want to make sure, not so much that it's perfect, but you want to just make sure that it's tight and right. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. make sure it's not sloppy. But, yeah. I mean, if you did it in the spirit of excellence, don't worry about, like, oh, it's not perfect. Like, bro, you, you'll just get better. You know what I mean? Like, just just go for it. Yeah. One thing I, I've always I tell myself and I, I've told other people, I've probably even told you this before, that in reality, what you're doing is practicing in front of the public, you know, like, mm, yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody is actually 100 percent 
there on anything. You know what I mean? So even people that you know, people that are famous and stuff like that, they're practicing in front of the public. The trying ideas, they just already have a platform to put the ideas on, and that's what you're witnessing right there. It doesn't mean that they know it's going to work yet. No one actually knows. It's all chance. You know what I mean? You're trying yeah. stuff. You're trying. You're going. You're going. You're going. So if I if I try an idea and it fails publicly, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Because I know that I'm just getting better. It's just going to make me better. So I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. But I think what slows down growth, what slows down progress, if you don't try your ideas publicly, you're only practicing privately and you never put anything out, you know? Right. So then you're just, you, you don't have no other ears. You have no other opinions. You're just going to be in your own head about everything. And you'll right. never execute. you never execute like that. Absolutely. And so, so that's one of the perspectives I take with it. With this, with this idea, concept, and title, finish what you start. People, quitting is the road to losing. Yep. Like once you start quitting, it's hard to like not quit other things. So you gotta yeah. finish what you start. You gotta just remember, you know, it's better to just get it done than be perfect. And with that said, uh, Dre, let's 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 kick it off with this first point. Yeah. So one of the things that happens with me and i'm going to piggyback off of what you said too because it all it all fits under the same umbrella absolutely um one th one thing that kevin on stage said before uh to doughboy when he was about to quit something and he said you know you got to ask yourself sometimes if i would have quit three years ago would i had even made it this far mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so sometimes you got to look at where you at and see, oh, you could have quit back then. You wouldn't have even made it this far. So why would you quit now? What's Ooh. the point of quitting now? Why would you do that now to yourself? So now you can't quit. And me, I struggle from, this is an actual psychological term. It's called ANTS. That's the abbreviation for it, ANTS. Oh, really? Uh, but yeah, and it stands Shit. for auto Automatic Negative Thoughts. So the the broader the broader topic that I wanted to bring to the podcast was self sabotage. Yeah, I yeah. have the tendency to sabotage myself, and the crazy thing that happens is it happens in the middle of actual momentum. It doesn't mm. happen when I'm doing bad. It happens in momentum when I'm doing good. When there's yeah. nothing wrong, I will tell you, I I have been praying. Uh, one clear example: I have been praying for a while about growing my class, my life mm -hmm. class. You know, when you teach a class, you're always looking for growth, no matter how many people is around. So I just felt like it was the season, like, okay, yeah, I think we should start growing. Boom, pandemic happens, right? So <laughs> wow. we're forced to virtually teach, right? And right. I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know what I mean? That's cool, I'm gonna go in. Class blew up because now I'm seeing people I've never seen before, having conversations with people I never thought I would. You know, so I'm a bunch of new members now, you know, that's tuning into the class, following me and stuff like that. All because I'm, I'm teaching virtually now. So it's different. I can reach more. Thank you, mm. God. Thank you for this. Right. First Wednesday that it blew up, well, the first Wednesday was okay. Second Wednesday, it got big. A lot of people came through. That night or that next day, I was like, ah, I don't want to teach next week. <laughs> just, it, 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 it hit out of, I mean, just out of nowhere. I just started feeling like, man, I don't want to teach next week. Man, ain't nobody going to come, bro. Ain't nobody interested in what I got to say. It's just I had a just a flood of negative thoughts in the middle of the momentum. 
But why was that? Like, what, like, where did the the negative thought of you know what I'm saying? You already did it for two weeks straight. Then mm-hmm. it's like you know what? I don't even want to teach next week. So what? Like what? Like was it something you saw? Or you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like well, what? What well, happened? See, they kind of for for me, they come in like a string. They come in a flood, right? They come back to back to back to back. I just start thinking a whole bunch of negative thoughts, and my solution to it, I I still don't know the source of the thoughts. I don't know where they all come from. They may have come from things I've heard. Sometimes I've caught myself um, like replaying thoughts in my mind that I've heard one person say. Like one mm-hmm. person had said something about something and I remembered that thought and so I've been able to trace it sometimes like, man, it'd be somebody close to me too, bro. It'd yeah. be somebody that's yeah. real close to me that said something and I could trace that thought back. Like, that's where that came from all this time, you know? Um, and it'd be like one moment. So watch what y'all say to people, man. Like, watch what y'all say to people. No, I, I I agree with constructive criticism. I constructively criticize. I believe it's, I try to be constructive every time I criticize. Uh, but I, you don't want to tear people down. You know what I mean? I, I always, you always want to, when you discipline, even when you're disciplining somebody, when you're correcting somebody or helping somebody, tell them what they're worth. Don't just break it down and tell them that this doesn't work. Give them a solution to their issue. Tell them what they are worth. Tell them who they are and what they're capable of. It's not about just breaking you down. It's about trying to get you to realize your potential. Like, that's how we should be dealing with people. Yeah. Because if not, you don't know how how many thoughts people carry with them. You know, how far that goes into their lives. There's no telling when some of this stuff, you know, started. I struggle with depression a lot. Uh, in my oh, early really? years, especially. Oh yeah, I I had got to the point of suicidal thoughts. I wrote a suicide note actually before Dang. when I was younger. Uh, I I thought I was gonna end it. I never like held a weapon to my head or nothing like that, but the thoughts were heavy, and I wrote a yeah. note because I really thought I was gonna end it, and it ended up turning into a song. Like I ended up. <laughs> That's into, crazy. Suicide note into a song. It will turn around for your good, bro. <laughs> crazy. Uh, so. This is, I have two solutions to this. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait on, first, before, before I do that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You before probably you get to that. <laughs> so with the, with the reason why I brought up the self, the, the, the question about, you know, where they came from. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait, let me mention this before I go into that. So the, mm-hmm. you mentioned about not only talking about, you know, what the problem is, but also like, you know what I'm saying? Like tell the people how great they are still and things like that. That's that mm-hmm. sandwich effect. Like mm-hmm. people teach that in business, like, yo, like uh, to supervisors and managers, like when you guys are having to have to deal with employees or associates that mm-hmm. you have to discipline or whatever, you, you, they use the sandwich effect. They're supposed to, not all of them do, but you're supposed, they, they teach them to compliment them basically when they first start off like mm-hmm. how to you hey dre man you're great on the podcast bro like thank you for being my co-host man you are amazing with it you are a great partner with this thing and then you give the meat which is what the issue is so you present the issue and say mm-hmm. hey you know i i noticed though um that you're saying a lot of ums right let's just say for instance you're saying a lot of ums and so i don't know if you're aware of that but you know those arms aren't really good to have because you say them so much so they're so noticeable it kind of takes away from the episode but right 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 i put now the the bread on and say 
but you're still a great podcast host. Like you are still amazing with it. It's not nothing to take away from you. You are still great. You are still you. You know what I mean? Just let's let's work on that. Or what can I do to assist you yeah. with that? So it's the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Like that what you're talking about, like make sure like when you're giving constructive criticism, and I notice you do this every time when we uh working on a song or whatever, you you mention what you like, then you'll give what the issue is. And you come back, yeah, but it was, it's still, I like where you're going, though, like, I, or I like mm-hmm. the direction, or whatever it is that you like, you'll come back with it. So it doesn't yeah. feel like you're attacking me. And I think that's what a lot of people, where they kind of feel like this person is attacking me. So now they don't want to receive any constructive criticism or things that could actually help them. Now, not everybody is in your, you know, has your best interests at heart. So you don't want to listen to everybody. But that's why I said mm-hmm. earlier, it goes back to what I said, make sure you just got one or two, three people max in your corner that actually, you know, they're not yes people, but they are people who love you. They have your back. They have your best interests at heart and they fully support everything that you're doing. You can't be Unless successful with yes people around, you know? Right. I, I think there's a, a misconception of the scripture that says to speak the truth in love. You know, it, it it doesn't just mean speak it kindly. It means to actually speak the love. Like, say yeah. what you love. Say how much you love the person and what you love about what they're doing. You do it in the love. You say the truth in the love. You say the love in the truth in it. You know, mm-hmm. you don't just soften your voice. <laughs> like, you got to actually yeah. speak the truth in love. So, so I think, oh. you know, we are. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, so the the reason why I brought up the question about where your your negative thoughts are coming from, though, like why were you having that after mm-hmm. two episodes, was because usually with self sabotage, because I deal with self 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 sabotage as well, and I mm-hmm. and I have to like try to constantly watch myself. I bet a lot of creatives do. Probably so. I, well, but, I wouldn't be but, surprised if a lot of creatives do. I believe that self sabotage usually comes from something or someone that you know what I mean kind of happened in our life in some type of negative capacity or or way so Mm -hmm. because of that like because of that then once that starts once it takes root the first time then what happens is there's usually something that's said or done after that point on that you know what I mean like for instance in your case it could have maybe been the first week was cool second week got a little bit better with the numbers but maybe somebody said something in the in the comment section or maybe there were numbers that were dropping as you were going throughout the teaching and said ah oh, man mm-hmm. you no know. so that's what i was wondering because usually for even for me like when i self-sabotage mm-hmm. it's usually because i start off like great it's just like you said i start off great like yo i'm like yeah i'm motivated i'm ready i you know i'm feeling good and equipped and everything and then mm-hmm. something will happen that either i don't I like strongly feel against or I don't really agree with and it's mm-hmm. like yo like what the heck was like whoa so then it's like up now I don't know about this I'm good I don't, I don't want to you know I don't want to do this you know what I mean and sometimes and a lot of times even um I think sometimes self-sabotage does not necessarily happen as quickly as maybe we think usually just I think there's usually probably a build-up I don't know I'm not no expert on that but I do, again, I do deal with it, and so I have to watch myself, like, but I've noticed, even for me, like, mine isn't, mine, there's a build-up to it. It's usually not mm-hmm. right away. It's usually like, okay, I seen that one time, okay, I seen that red flag, all right, well, 
uh, I get second chances. I believe in grace. Okay. And then see another red flag, and it looks like the same red flag. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. Like, uh, and depending on the, the, the magnitude of my feelings towards those types of red flags, that's what kind of determines when I start saying, okay, hold on, let me back out of this because I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, it's usually, it, you know, at least from personal experience, it seems to usually take a little bit of time before. But that's why I was wondering, like, you know what I mean? Like, what happened with you? Like, what happened for you to kind of get into those negative thoughts? And I think that's the, the crazy thing about mine is that it usually has nothing to do with what I'm working on itself. You know, Dang. it's not like it's not like I'll see a flaw in what I'm working on and then uh -huh. start having it. Nah, everything be good. Everything be good. And I'll just wake up one day with this feeling of depression. I, uh, so I, I know what I can say about like the book, you know, I'm working on the book. Yeah. And I already said earlier, I, I fought depression a whole lot when I was younger. And so when when I worked on the book, you know, you send in the proofs and everything. Well, you send in the proofread version of the book, and then you get proofs back. So that's the mm -hmm. actually handheld version. You can hold it in your hand, and you just go. And then it's another process of going through that and making more corrections, you know, and everything else that you need. The book was sent to my house, and I kept it in the envelope for a cool minute. Not a whole day, though. I My wife wouldn't let me. She said, you got to open it. <laughs> so I, I, left, I left it in the envelope, and I was still excited. You know, and like in my mind, it's like, okay, this is so dope. You know, it's actually here in my hand. And I was like, but I don't want to open it yet. You know, I just, just I don't want to open it yet. I don't want to look at it yet. And before I even could start going through the book, no lie, I had a vision and a thought at the same time that I do not believe came from God. A vision of the book being finished and me still being in the same financial position. And then wow. I had a thought like, okay, this is another thing that you're working on that won't take you anywhere. I don't even know where that thought came from. I, I, now that I just said it out loud again, I got to trust That's the devil, but, bro. <laughs> Either that so, or, or maybe yeah. there's some doubt that you don't realize that you had. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They spring up in the middle of momentum. Uh, they spring up in the middle of momentum, and that's why I call it self-sabotage because they come from inside. Right? They're all internal. You know, I don't even hear mm. someone say it in a moment. Like, like you're right though. They probably have said it in the past, but it's not always said in the moment. You know, but it comes right, out of nowhere. Right. And I realized I was, you know, one of the sections in the book. I was redoing the exercises that I put in there because I put some exercises in there, and one mm -hmm. of them is to write down everything that triggers your depression. And uh, one oh, of my good. triggers, one of my triggers is actually momentum. <laughs> like, really? What I'm, what I'm doing good, what I'm doing too good for some reason. And I think, it, you know, it comes from that mentality of like you're used to struggling. You know, you, you, you're so, yeah. you, I used to wear my struggle. I wore it, you know? It was a part of me. I just, mm. I, even depression, I think that's one of the reasons why it was so hard for me to kick depression because that feeling actually felt good, you know? Um, okay. One of, the, one of the doctors I listened to, this is actually from a doctor, uh, and uh, his name is Joe Dispenser, and he does the studies on heart and brain connection. And he says that, you know, when the emotion, so, you know, whenever you do anything, 
dopamine kicks in, right? It's the pleasure sensors that's inside of your brain. So that mm-hmm. kicks in whenever you're excited, whenever you're happy, whenever you're doing something fun, you get a rush of dopamine. And the crazy thing about dopamine is that dopamine also kicks in whenever something bad happens. So whenever you are feeling depressed, whenever you're feeling sad, the same thing, your emotion rushes a dopamine to the pleasure center of your brain. So the dopamine causes addiction. That's why people get addicted to drugs. It's a big rush of dopamine happening all at once. So what happens with depression, you might not be addicted to the thoughts because you don't like the thoughts, but you get addicted to the feeling. You, you get used to the feeling and it becomes a part of you and so much a part of you that when you don't feel it, it doesn't feel familiar and it feels weird. And you, want, you start sabotaging yourself so you can get back to that familiar feeling that you had of the sadness, of the hopelessness, of the depression that you're so used to. And that happens with me. When I'm feeling too good, I'd be like, Jeez. just don't feel like me. <laughs> just don't feel like me. What's going on? You know what I mean? Everything's too good. You know, like even my music, all of my artistic expression, when I was young, it's always come from a dark place. It's always come from me feeling down and then me expressing myself and the outlet makes me feel better. So when I'm already feeling good, I'm like, all right, I'm scared. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny. It's interesting because... <laughs> It's interesting because I think a lot of people actually deal with that. Like they, like there's a, 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 I think because we, we, we're, we're so, we're kind of in a sense stuck in the same place for so long. You become used to your current situation, your, your current surroundings to the point that once you make it out, it's like, wait a minute, this don't make sense because I like this don't look like last place. I, I got two examples. I got a biblical one for y'all, and then I got a natural one for or a practical one for y'all, so to speak. So mm-hmm. I'll get the biblical one first. You know what I mean? So the children of Israel, when they were in Egypt, they were mm-hmm. they were there and they were enslaved for like <laughs> right. years. Mm-hmm. And then when they made it out. They could not truly actually believe it consciously because they were stuck in a place for so so, so long. So be, just because they were physically one place and they were physically free, they still mentally didn't become free yet. So they still, so that's why a lot of them perish, like the, the older generation, so to speak, mm-hmm. they perish. And then the younger ones with Joshua, they went on to, to freedom. Right. Yeah, remember now, they couldn't even not work on the Sabbath. God was like, right. yo, don't work this day, I'll feed you. They're like, nah. <laughs> like, I, I'm, nah, I, I don't trust it. And, and that's the same thing that we do today. Like, we'll, like, somebody will tell us, oh, there's freedom in this. All you got to do is do this. And we're like, nah, don't, that don't make sense. Oh, uh, uh, come come get this credit repair. I got you. Nah, that, if, it's, if it's that easy, then why I can't do it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, or, you know, anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just that, that, that it's, it's it's that challenge or that difficulty of seeing beyond your current situation to the point that you can actually believe that the freedom is there on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the other and wait, that, wait before you before you okay. get to the other example, let me insert something real quick too. Had a conversation with a Muslim one time before, and we got on the the deep part of religion, right? And I was telling him, you know, about Jesus. He was telling me about the Quran and all their beliefs and stuff, right? And then we got on the subject of murder. And he said that, you know, if you if you murder somebody or if you commit adultery, then, you know, you're, you're pretty much in the hands of Allah. You know, he, he's going to handle it the way he sees fit. He was like, he don't really forgive for those. And I was like, um, you know, Jesus forgives you for everything. You know, there's, there's no sin that you can do that's 
can't be forgiven on the cross. And he was the like, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Right, right, right. And he was like, uh, nothing. I was like, he's like murder. I said, nothing. He he just got quiet, bro. He didn't even respond. To he just got quiet. Dang. He just said, oh, and then just looked away. We got we were quiet the rest of the while. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I thank him for his conversation and everything out when he got out. But I I don't know wh- how it impacted him. But like from a verbal standpoint, he couldn't even respond. Like, wow, is that easy? I can just get forgiven. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people are so when you've been enslaved for so long, you it's hard to receive freedom. You don't even know how to yeah. deal with it. So go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. So the other example that I had, that was a, I love that too. I love that. Um, the other the other example is I would, for those that are DC and and or Marvel comic fans and things <laughs> of that nature. Uh, hopefully. Uh, I know there's a good portion of them that are actually into things like the Flash and the whole Arrowverse thing and all that. So anyways, this is the last, unfortunately, this is the last episode for the season of the Flash. And on this last season, there's um, there's what you call the Mirrorverse. And in the Mirrorverse, mm-hmm. everything is in reverse, right? Mm-hmm. So when you first get there, nothing makes sense to you. You can't read anything. You can't understand anything really except just the objects like the objects are fine you you don't struggle with seeing that but like words and things like that you can't read them right away it's like wait what like and you so the 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 iris west allen for those that don't know she is the flash's wife um barry allen is the flash so anyways she's track. she's a reporter kind of sort of so she's trying to track down this uh some some things some leads of this guy that's a criminal and all that stuff and his wife, six years before this moment, she ended up in the, the, the mirrorverse, right? So anyway, uh-huh. just fast forward to, to, to now, Iris ends up in the mirrorverse by accident. She wasn't trying to get in there. She just uncovered this mirror, and next thing you know, she gets pulled into the mirrorverse. Uh-huh. And then uh, a reflection, basically, of her comes out, right? So now... Iris, the real Iris West Allen, she's in the mirrorverse, and eventually her her body and everything, her mind is starting to acclimate to the to the mirrorverse, which means now she's starting to be able to see and hear. Well, not I don't want to say hear, but she's starting to able to like read words and stuff and read them correctly, or see the maps and read them correctly and all that stuff. Initially, it was like I, like none of this stuff is making sense. It's kind of like jumbled up or staticky or or you know kind of like really puzzly right mm-hmm. and so now it's starting to acclimate that's the same thing that happens today bro where we can mentally we can physically be free in one place but until our mind acclimates to that current situation right. we don't receive the freedom or we don't well in her case it wasn't about receiving she just didn't understand but you know what i'm saying like in our case it's like we don't really understand. We don't really have a clear understanding of what's going on. We just know we're here, but wait a minute, this don't look like. That's all we really know is it doesn't look like where we came from, but right. I don't really have an understanding of what to do here now. Like, And I can't go back, really, or I don't really want to go back. But it's funny because freedom makes people who've been enslaved for so long um, feel like, I'd rather go back over there because it was familiar. Yeah. 
Not because yep. it was yep. better, but because it's familiar. And we don't like being uncomfortable with unfamiliar places. Like, we don't really care for unfamiliar. That's why most people don't even go to unfamiliar to begin with. They just stay mm -hmm. enslaved because they'd rather stay in a place. It, it's like the phrase, better to, to, to work with the devil I know than the devil I don't know. I know that's like bad in some senses, you know, the super religious people, they can be like, oh, no, my God. <laughs> but it's just basically saying it's, it's better to be in a place where I'm familiar than a place that's unfamiliar. Or it's better to yeah. work with somebody I'm familiar with because I know how to like work with them. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. if I, like for instance, I had I had a, a supervisor when I was working, doing work study back when I was in college at the LA Film School. And there's this nonprofit I was doing the work study at. And one of the late, one of the supervisors that I had to like kind of directly report to and stuff and kind of work with a lot, she's a micromanager, right? Or at the time she was, I don't know about now, but at the time she was. And mm. I can't stand micromanaging. Like I hate it. It doesn't, it, it feels like there's so uh, many limits piled on me. And it's like, oh my God, like get off of me, right? So mm -hmm. for a while, I was just frustrated, just frustrated. And so I finally learned to just accept this is how she is. So now that you know how she is, all you got to do is accept her for being as is and don't expect her to change or desire so much necessarily desire for her to change. Just let her be herself. She's a micromanager. That's how she's going to be. Whatever. If she changes, great. If she don't, great. Because now that you have learned to accept her for who she is and be, let, letting her be that now you know when you come in okay she's gonna micromanage so now you kind of know how to work with her what to do what not to do you know she's gonna come ask certain things on that stuff so just you know what i'm saying like just that helps you to kind of be on point better so it's the same thing you know what i'm saying like we we just it, it's it's it yeah sometimes it, it does feel better to be in a place of familiarity but, but it's the end of like, growth free, though Right, exactly. And progression, yeah. growth, that's that's so much better. That's how you get free. Yeah. One of the things, you know, I and you know, I, I teach a lot about trying to get back to your vision, trying to get back to what God thinks about you. But in mm -hmm. order to do that, you have to literally find a new you. You know, it's a new you because it's a you that you're not used to. And I mentioned Dr. Joe Dispenser earlier and one of his books is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. You gotta Ooh. get out of being yourself somehow, and that is hard to do because that's years Oof. of reconstruction on the brain. Oh, yeah, that's it's, good. Is is <laughs> so so? Listen, let's get into so before we get into the solutions real quick, this one also bring up to self sabotage that also um, it creates a door, so to speak, or an opening for excuse me, for things like consistency, fear, and doubt to come in. Or mm -hmm. it comes from those things. Like, mm -hmm. once I start to, once doubt begins to set in or fear begins to set in, it actually can convince me. It doesn't make me. I, I, I make the choice on my own. But sometimes those things can kind of sort of be in my head or in my ear, so to speak. And it convinces me, like, yo, or I allow it to convince me to, to begin to self-sabotage. So that goes mm -hmm. that again, it goes back to my question of like, you know, what happened? You know what I'm saying? Right, For you to right. self-sabotage yourself and or want to self-sabotage yourself in that in that particular situation. Mm -hmm. Right. So I know for me, one of the reasons why I tend to self-sabotage is because of fear. Usually it's because of the fear of unknown or it's because of doubt. Like something came in and it happened and it caused me to doubt 
what I originally believed because mm-hmm. I didn't see that happen beforehand. So now that I've seen it, it was like, oh, wait a minute. I don't know about this now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so because this happened, I, I didn't think this was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I walked into this because I didn't think, you know what I'm saying? I didn't use foresight. Truth be told. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I, I will say I do that. I do believe that that is one of the solutions to this is using foresight. Like you have to think ahead. Like what could you have to think about all the things that could potentially go wrong, like everything mm-hmm. from external issues to internal issues, things that you would do that could cause yourself to not make that thing happen that day or mm-hmm. things that could, you know, that are out of your control, like traffic, you know what I'm saying? On your way to your job, like, it could be an accident on the freeway. But people don't think about that. So they'll just, oh, I'm going to leave at this time versus leaving a little bit earlier just in case. Because we really never know when an accident is going to take place. Not even traffic control knows when an accident is going to take place. Right, right. Right. <laughs> Nobody can tell you, oh, an accident is going to take place at 6.15 a.m. So make sure you leave at 5.30 a.m. so you can actually get to your job ahead of time. Even though you'll be early, you'll still be on time. Mm-hmm. So that's here's one the crazy thing about foresight. That when and here's the crazy thing about that and what we do when we're self-sabotaging we feel the negative emotion from a future event that hasn't even happened yet it hasn't even <laughs> happened yet it's just like but, if you're but, worrying about your mortgage being paid and like the day hasn't come yet for you to pay it but you just know mm-hmm. that you don't have the funds right now yep. immediately you start feeling like you're evicted already. You get the but emotion, you, and you take yourself through that roller coaster for no reason. You took but yourself. You, but you know ride. why? You know why though? Because we go mm-hmm. into our imagination. We go into the the other mm-hmm. realm, so to speak, and we look at all the possibilities of what could happen. Mm-hmm. And so, because and, and those we look are possibilities at, that should be used for God. You right. know what I mean? That should be used in faith, <laughs> and we and use so them we, for the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we look it's at real. those, and we say, "Oh." And in a sense, we kind of came back from living in it. Because mm-hmm. when we when we go into that realm, there's there's emotions that come along with everything that we see. So yeah. it, it's not like it it's not necessarily that it's not real per se. It's just not physically real, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it is there because it's a possibility. So if I do go this route, this is how I'll end up feeling once I actually get there physically. Right, but, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta stop doing that. We gotta stop get, we got to stop, so to speak, going to the future in a sense or going into the room or realm of possibilities and saying and kind of picking because it seemed like we kind of pick uh, mm-hmm. because it seemed like we were attracted to things that are, are negative before we actually give the positive an actual chance. Yeah. I've done that so so I, many I don't times. think we shouldn't go there. I think we should just go there with the right. No, no. Well, you know I wasn't trying to say, here. right. I wasn't trying to say like never go there. I was just saying, cause we should go there. Cause there are positive possibilities. Do you know what I mean? They're, yeah, they're yeah. Too. But I was just trying to say like, don't stay there and then pick this over this and then come yeah. back to your present and say, Oh, well that can possibly happen. So I'm not going to do it. Cause it's like, wait, yeah. that's not the only possibility. Like, why are you being so negative about that? And I've learned over the uh, recent months that I'm actually a little bit more negative than what I realize I am. So I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like that, you gotta have that that optimism. You gotta use that foresight because at the end of the day, like there's not only just one possibility for every situation or for everything. Mm-hmm. So what, what's another solution you got for self sabotage and fear and doubt and all that? You know what I mean? Like what, so- what's up? So I so I have a few, um, 
And I mm-hmm. hope you guys are taking notes. This is mental exercise one-on-one. Like, your brain is going to be in <laughs> great physical shape. You guys, and that's what we want for y'all, ultimately. That's what we want for our whole audience. And don't forget, flip, don't flip forget. that switch in your brain. Right. Don't forget to use foresight. Right, 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 right. Y'all need foresight. But what else we got? So the first thing is, you know, I go back to your source. God mm. is a finisher. You know, if yeah. we go to, to the story of creation, what if he would have stopped on the fifth day? And you wouldn't be here, you know? <laughs> you know, so he, he finished, right? <laughs> he, he finished what he started. So he'd be like, he I'm finishes, done. Right? <laughs> and then if you go down the tube, Jesus is a finisher, right? His last words on the cross was, it is finished. I, I mm-hmm. came right down here to do what I needed to do, and I'm done. You know, it's finished. And then if you go further down the tube, Paul says he's the author and perfecter of your faith, and he will finish what he started. With your right. faith, you know? So we know that God finishes. What that means to me is that that direct attribute, because you were created in his image, you have the ability to finish. It's right. in you. It's in you to look down the tube and see something, start, and then finish it. It's actually mm-hmm. in you. You have the ability to do so. So you can't doubt that ability. So you have the ability to finish. That's my first one. My next one is, you know, also, based off scripture, God says that everything works out for your good, right? Everything works right. out for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And the way that I use that in a practical sense is when I come up with different things to choose from, like a path to take um, when I'm working on something. You know, I, I, what usually starts to stop me when the self-sabotage comes in, I get thoughts of, okay, what if I make the wrong decision and it doesn't work out, Right. Mm-hmm. What does doesn't work out mean? Everything <laughs> works out for my, you know what I'm saying? What is that? Even right. <laughs> Everything Ooh, works out I like for that. my good. I right? like that. So uh, oftentimes, even when I'm counseling people, I tell them, you know, like if your heart is in the right place, your intentions are good, you know, you don't know the future. So what you're doing is you don't have a right or a wrong. You have options. You know, you just have options. The options mm. going to take you on different paths, but ultimately everything's going to work out for your good. So decide. And that's what yeah. we do. We fail at deciding. So I tell people, Being learn decisive. how to decide, right? And write this one down. Indecision is the enemy of execution. It right. is the enemy it of is. execution. When you cannot decide, you will not execute. You'll be frustrated, right? And mm-hmm. you'll be stuck. You won't go any further, right? And the very last thing, which I think helps me out the most, is you got to get back to your why. Y'all got to write this down. Get back to your why. Get back to mm-hmm. why you were doing. And the way that I do this, the way that I get back to my why, it's only one path to get back to the why that I believe is effective, and that's through prayer and meditation. Prayer and meditation gets me back to my why. You know, prayer, you're, you're petitioning, you're asking for things, or you're thanking God for things. And then meditation, the word meditate literally means to become familiar with. Right? We were just talking about right. familiarity, right. right? Exactly. And what does Paul say to become familiar with? Anything that is praiseworthy, anything that is honorable, anything. Yeah. Is, you know, so you need to meditate on those things. Become familiar with what is praiseworthy, what is honorable. Here's the crazy thing about it. What was praiseworthy and what was honorable was the decision that you made in the first place. It was the why. Your, mm-hmm. your why was praiseworthy. Your why right. was honorable. You had good intentions. So you got to get back to that. Get back to that, and that keeps you on your path. 
Like, me and you were talking last night, and I was telling you how, you know, uh, I had started on this path of waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. to really get my piece of my day before I go to work and stuff like that. And it wasn't just for my own personal peace, but it was also to have that moment to be able to connect with God without any distractions, you know? So that was honorable. Yeah. That was praiseworthy. When God reminded me, and that came through meditation, when God reminded me of what my why was as to why I was waking up early in the morning, it, it, re- it re-jumped the motivation. It ignited me all over again and inspired me all over again. You know, the word inspire means to breathe life into. So God, you breathed life into me all over again. And I was able to do the things that I had started on before because I had good intentions in the beginning. So sometimes yeah. you just gotta, you gotta believe your good intentions. You gotta get back to them. So yeah, that's, that's how I got through it. That's how I get through it. I ain't gonna say got through it because maybe a moment where it sneaks up on me again, but I'm gonna get through it again. <laughs> but that's how you get through it. I think you paused somehow. Yo, Mark. Like, I don't know if it's my signal or your signal, but I'm staring at your face right now, and I don't see anything. I'm not going to lead a Zoom. I'm just going to text you real quick. Yo, are we here? Are you back? No? You gone? Oh, you're back. Okay. (laughs) No, what happened was my iPhone got hot. I'm, I'm grateful that it didn't stop recording, but... Oh, it was still recording? Okay. <laughs> uh, so, real quick, finish what you were saying real quick, and I got one more solution. Okay. okay. Yeah, so... Um, oh, I don't know when... It, I don't know exactly when it stopped. But anyway, yeah, you got to get um, back to your why, you know? <laughs> that was the last solution I was on. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out where I stopped at, and you can cut some of this out if I'm repeating myself. Um, so yeah, you get back to your why you remember why you started things. Paul says to meditate on whatever's praiseworthy, whatever is honorable. And most of the time when you start a good project, you have good intentions. Your idea was praiseworthy and your idea was honorable and you got to become familiar with the intent behind the idea. Right. So you meditate on the intent behind the idea. If you just look at the project itself, it's hard because you don't see the future of the project. You can't tell it working out. But if you remember the intent, you remember your why you did this, why you're starting this. And what was it was it to to retire your parents? You know, if that's the reason why you wanted to open up your own business, get back to that intent. And was it to and I I tell I tell everybody that should be a goal for most of us, for children, to retire your parents. You should not want to see them work again. You know, like relieve them. Um, and the other thing, you know, was it to make your life better? Was it to make your family better? Was it to help people? 
you know, you get back to that intent and it helps you press forward. When you get inspired, uh, the word inspired means to breathe life into. God breathed life back into me. He inspired me all over again when he revealed to me what my why was all over again, you know? Uh, oh, I, I bought up what we talked about last night when I was waking up at five o'clock in the morning to get back, oh, yeah. you know, with God and stuff like that. And then I started sabotaging myself. I stopped doing it, you know? And then God revealed to me, yo, you don't even get up no more. You did that to talk to me. <laughs> it wasn't just it wasn't just about you. You did that to talk to me. And at first, I was thinking like, okay, I need to wake back up because I'm, I wasn't getting as much work done as I was doing at first. But originally, it was to have peace and talk to God and work, you know? So he reminded me of that. Like, yo, you forgot. You did it to talk to me, too. It wasn't just work. So when he reminded me of that, I was like, yeah, I got to get back up. got to get my butt out the bed. <laughs> so, yeah, those are my so, solutions, man. So the, the one more solution I want to give to the people before we go is mm -hmm. focus on your strengths, not your weaknesses. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. focusing on – I think people somehow, somewhere have a misconception about – focusing on weaknesses for some reason or they just don't understand that mm -hmm. like when you when you don't when you only focus on your weaknesses and you and, and on top of that you make that your primary focus mm -hmm. like all you're doing is bringing doubt and fear into your life and allowing that to make you indecisive and allowing that to convince you to not execute and it's like no yeah. like focus on your strengths focus on what will help you to complete um a project or the project or five projects or whatever. And then once you complete those projects or once you complete that particular project, then you look at your weaknesses, but you still look at your strengths at the same time. Right. Right. So you're, you're not forsaking your strengths. Once you start looking at your weaknesses, you're, you're actually looking at the strengths to help you to actually help you look at your weaknesses. And it's crazy. And, Cause you know, one of the things that we're talking about is finishing. And usually right. when you focus on your strengths, you find out that there is actually something in front of you that you can finish. Right. You know what I mean? That you took like, your mind off of because you were so focused on your weaknesses. Yeah. And that and that and I want to use this podcast as an example. There have been things that I've, you know, started before this and didn't mm -hmm. finish and started and fin didn't finish and started, <laughs> didn't finish, started. And I mean, I could really say that for some time and just keep yeah, it was a vicious cycle, I'm telling you. But <laughs> when I when I said when I, uh, the idea of doing a podcast initially kind of scared me a little bit, but mm -hmm. then for some reason it was like no, like I mean, because one of my strong one of my strengths is talking. Like I, I'm for for one reason or another, I think it's just how God made me. Like I'm just I'm naturally good at talking. Yeah. Um, presentation and stuff like that I'm, I'm pretty good at it um yeah. that's no that's no no like yay for me per se just that's just what it is some people are just like that that's their thing that's their niche that's what they're good at that's one of their strengths so mm -hmm. i'm a talker right and then um so what i eventually decided to do i was like okay no I, and i had a couple ideas for a, a couple of different podcasts and i was like ah, oh, well you know and then so i was like well I'm a we me and you did did an episode together that will be released as a bonus episode one day. Um mm -hmm. and we had that and I loved it. I was like, yo, okay, this is good. And so what I had to eventually come to realize is if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it, but I just have to I have to 
make a decision, and then if I'm going to do it, this is how I got to do it. After when I when we record the episodes, don't actually listen to them initially. Just mm -hmm. put it, make sure I get the audio work together and all that, and then release it. Then listen to it. <laughs> and so now I can actually listen to it before I release it, and I'm still good because all it See? took was that first episode to actually go back and say, ah, even though my arms was like heavy, but the content was still good though. So it made me believe, and then all I did was focus on my strengths. One of my strengths, one of the uh, the, uh, the strongest things about this podcast is basically this is our conver our regular conversation, and we're just inviting the world to listen. Yeah, the chemistry is natural. It's natural. Yeah, it's so it's just like, yo, this is what we do every time we talk on the phone. Yeah. So I had, so I had no, I felt so safe with it because of that, especially, and because I know I'm a talker. And it was like, mm. yo. All I gotta do is just talk and just have that natural conversation with Drake. I'm good. And every and, and then I just feel like all we had to do was afterwards, okay, the arms was there. Okay, let me figure out how to get rid of these arms. Okay, or to minimize them to the point it's not that bad. You know what I'm saying? So it's just I've been trying to focus little by little, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, focus on your strengths. And that's yeah. what will give you the, the the boost of confidence that you need. That is what's going to help you to, to decide. And to execute. decide. See, Yo, you made and a then, decision. And then, and then if you don't have any uh, any strengths in that area, then, yeah, you might have to consider not doing that. You know what I yeah. mean? You, and it's better to, just like how I said earlier in the beginning, it's, it's, it, it's better to get it done than to, be, uh, than to get it perfect. Yeah. It's better to decide not to do it than to do it and you never actually finish. <laughs> right. It is. No, no, no. But but that's, that's, but that's so true, true, bro. Like, cause it's true. Like, if if it's something that you've been working on for years and years and years and you never actually really completed anything, you mm. probably need to think about just letting that go. It's better to save face, let it go, and go get something else completed. Like I stopped focusing on everything else as much. And just focus more on this podcast, and it's like, yo, I've been, I've been running this. We've been running this what six, seven weeks now, straight. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I'm getting something done. I'm getting it completed. Now I got the confidence to, yo, this is how I get everything else done. Let me focus on my strengths. Yeah. And then once I get it done and complete it, then release it, and then look at, okay, now what was weak about it? I got my yep. strengths. These are all my strengths, but what, 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 what were the weak points about this though too? So that way, yeah. I can turn those weaknesses into strengths. Yep. Like, Man, I don't I agree say, with you, I'm like that no more. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, man, this was a great podcast episode. And yeah, this was I, life, man. I'm, yeah, this was life for me. I, I can't wait to listen back to this one. Because you, you put some stuff out there that I need to take notes on. So, <laughs> listen, here, man. everybody, we have an email address, again, for those that don't know. Now, a reminder for those that do know, we have an email address. We flip the switch at gmail.com. It's just we, then the podcast name, flip the switch at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram at we flip the switch. Or you can hit us up on SoundCloud where the SoundCloud uh, gets played, where the SoundCloud episodes get, not SoundCloud episodes, where the podcast episodes get played at on SoundCloud. And there's a link for that. And then hit us up in the YouTube comments. Uh, we are on Zoom now, sure. so we, we will definitely be on YouTube every week now, just as much as we are on, on that <laughs> podcast on SoundCloud every week. Um, listen, hit us up with some random opinions. 
about anything. Literally just hit us up with one opinion about anything. Yeah. And as we are going, we when, when when we get those into our D into the DM or the, the the YouTube comment section or whatever it is, wherever we receive it from, um, text message for those that have our numbers. Like we'll we'll make sure we acknowledge those and we'll acknowledge them once a week. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just send that to and us. Hit us that's up with what topics too. Right. With topics. Like, right. comment, and subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe. Absolutely. Like, that's what this podcast is really about. Like I said, it, like, we're not just, we're for the people and by the people. This, like, this is not just our podcast, as we say every week. This is y'all podcast. So this listen, come podcast. through. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, treat this like it's your podcast. What you want to uh, talk about? What you want right. to listen to? You know what I mean? What's, right. what's the topic you want to hear about? You know what I mean? Like, right. at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't the only ones with opinions. I know y'all right. got opinions too. Quit acting like that. Shoot. And, and, and stop acting like it's not five stars. I'm not playing with y'all. Y'all better go to a podcast and, and review us and, and rate us a five stars because y'all know it's five stars. Quit playing with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what it is. Right. <laughs> now, nah, but in, in all seriousness, no, we appreciate all ratings, all reviews, all comments, all feedback. You know what I'm saying? Like, give it to us so we can make sure that this podcast is the best podcast there is. You know what I mean? Like, this right. Monday, again. It's, again, it's not it's not just our podcast, it's y'all podcast, period. And that's it, that is what it is. We love y'all. We appreciate all the people that support us. And yeah, we're gonna we gonna see we're gonna check y'all out next week. All right, we out. Yeah.